It was a crisp, cool Saturday morning when my youngest daughter and I pulled up to 1603 Battleground Avenue, Greensboro, North Carolina. That's Starbucks. I opened the door and we stepped inside when all of a sudden we heard a shout that resonated through the entire store. Grande, half-calf, no room Americano for rich. Make no mistake about it. That was my drink and my name. And that was beautiful. I can remember the feeling that came over me. I'm important. I matter. My daughter looked up at me with a look. Wow, they know my dad. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. That was the exact moment I transformed from a satisfied customer into a long-term loyal buyer. Today, let's talk about loyalty. And let's start with language. In business, we often talk about customer satisfaction when that's not what we're really after. What does it mean to be satisfied? It means average, mediocre. When we're merely satisfied, we're open to looking around, considering other options, open to someone's coupon. We can be swayed by convenience. No. Whether it's our customers, our spouse, children, friends, colleagues, we don't want satisfaction for them. We want loyalty. So in business, why should we care about loyalty? First, behavior. In humans, loyalty results in specific and predictable behavior. When Starbucks offered a loyalty program, I jumped right on it. I applied for and received my gold card. Think about it. I decided it was a great idea to load this card with money that I would spend in the future. So how, how cool is that? Wouldn't we all want customers willing to pay in advance for products or services they would pick up later? That's the power of loyalty. We trust someone or a company enough to pay in advance. Another common behavior is that we're willing to pay more when we feel loyal. Cost and price isn't as important as we make it. I can find cheaper coffee somewhere else. What I can't find is Melissa. She's the barista who paid attention to my order and my name. Also, loyalty isn't tempted by convenience or competition. We travel further and pass by competition to get to a person or company that has earned our trust. And future buying decisions. Loyal customers have already decided whether they'll buy from you again or not. Loyal behavior shows up as repeat 
buyers. Next, creating a loyalty experience for customers is low to no cost. Melissa didn't incur any additional cost to Starbucks by committing to remembering my name and drink. She simply expressed their culture by making my visit personal. You don't need to spend more on marketing. You do need to pay more attention to your customers and buyers. And finally, referrals. Your marketing tells me what you want me to believe. And I'm skeptical. We all are. But when my friends tell me something about an organization or a certain product, it stands as the truth. Loyal customers become evangelists by telling other people about your products, creating new customers for you. So it's behavior, it's low cost, and it's the most powerful marketing you have. That's why loyalty matters. So how is loyalty created? And here's where companies get tripped up. Customer service is an inside-out process. Your external customer experience reflects your internal culture. If your ideal customer service vision looks like this, attentive greeting, authentic, proactive interactions, a personal connection, intentional listening, solution-finding mindset, And at the very same time, if your employee reality is this, they feel invisible. They're treated like a number. Interactions with leadership are impersonal. Their feedback and ideas are ignored. They hear more about problems than solutions. Then inevitably, your employees will cast their reality onto your customers. The value you want your customers to feel must first be given to your team. That's why when clients approach us about doing customer service work, we lead by first taking a deeper dive and look into their culture. It all starts with loving your employees the way you want to love your customers. Well, what can get in the way? of fostering a customer loyalty experience. And let's remember, loyalty is not the responsibility of the customer. It's the responsibility of the company. So here are three Ps that prevent customers from choosing to be loyal. Policy. It starts like this. Well, our policy is stop using policy as a barrier to loyalty. Customers don't care about your policy and they shouldn't ever have to hear about them. If you really want to enforce a policy, try this one. Make all people, employees and customers, feel valued. That's a policy worth enforcing. And when it comes to policies, be aware of the 1% rule. Here's how that works. So a customer steals or lies or takes advantage of you or your organization. And that hurts. And so our reaction to that is, we'll never let that happen again, which is followed by a meeting that creates 
a new policy to ensure that that thief or that lie uh, never happens to us again. And, and the reason that is is because it hurt. So here's the tragedy embedded in this experience. The new policy that's been created negatively impacts 99% of your customers who are honest, hardworking, and ethical. In other words, this new policy or this reinforced policy doesn't even impact the 1% who are going to steal, lie, and cheat no matter what. And by the way, they can't take your company down because they're only 1% of your customer population. They can't do you in. It's better to release them, let them go, and ensure that you're creating a positive buying experience so that you get repeat buyers and referrals out of all those other customers. So it's 1% versus 99%. You decide your focus. So let's start by immediately banning the our policy is phrase from your organization and replace it with, here's what we can do, right? So our policy is no longer muttered in your organization. Replace it with, here's what we can do. Second P, problem. As in, well, here's the problem. First of all, customers have enough problems of their own without you piling on. So rather than problems, talk about the solutions you can provide. That's what we get paid for. Instead, use, here's how we're going to solve that, or here's how we're going to fix that. The last P, pass it along. As in, that's not my department. Resist the temptation to tell a customer what they have to do. Go over there, ask for so-and-so, or fill out this form. Rather than pass the responsibility of customer care onto someone else, stick with them until the problem is solved. Replace that phrase, this is not my department, or you need to do this with Here's how I can help. Loyal customers are rare because mediocre interactions are abundant. Your customers are seeking an experience that will transform their satisfaction into loyalty. Make loyalty an easy choice by providing an uncommon experience that focuses on them, solves their problems, and takes responsibility for seeing things through. This past Sunday, I was in the drive through line at Starbucks. and It was about noon, and I ordered a tall, dark roast. The barista informed me that by 11.30 each day, they only have pike available. That's a medium roast. So I agreed to take what they had available. As I pulled up to the window, I had my Starbucks gold card out and ready to pay. That's when she said, it's on us because we didn't have what you wanted. Really? Thank you. Then I looked down and noticed my card read, card holder since 2011. Huh. A decade of loyalty. Isn't that what we're all after? If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork, 
facebook.com backslash blog or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next time as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives.